Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. All right, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Mastery, Mastery. Podcast. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, your old buddy, Matt, and Mr. Joe McCall, my good old buddy over there. And hey. how are you? I guess I should say hi you. first. Hi, Matt. <laughs> doing well, buddy, doing well. How we is, decided uh, to uh, do a combo podcast, give you two for one. That's right. And, um, ta- Matt and I have been friends for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And his podcast is older than mine. I, I I hate to admit it, but he's been doing it a little bit longer than I have. We actually. debate on that. I don't think you really mean that, but uh, <laughs> you're just acquiescing for this recording. I'm just being <laughs> nice. But anyway, uh, Matt's a good friend. I love working with Matt. This, so this is the, uh, we've done a podcast or two before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've both been on each other's podcasts and, and we just said, hey, let's do a podcast together. Let's do something super cool for our audiences. Because I think we're, we're coming into some uncertain times. And when there's uncertainty, there's a lot of opportunity and people are getting scared. Wholesalers are on the verge of going out of business. There's a lot of things going on right now. And we want you all to be positioned going forward over the next one or two years to best profit from the uncertainty that's coming in a good way, because there's so many deals out there to be made. So we are going to be talking about creative financing in this market. And I can't think of somebody better to do the podcast with than you, Matt. Well, thank you, Joe. And, and likewise, because you're pretty good at this stuff too. And been doing it a long time. You know? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I think about that right now because, you know, there's no shortage of people out there right now giving uh, advice on what you should be doing here. And, you know, Joe and I, we, we've been around for a while. And Joe, you know, I mean, there seems to be a new guru in our feed <laughs> every other day, right? Yeah, I could tell you the stories, Matt, of mm-hmm. the guys that oh, I won't even say it. <laughs> I won't even say it because it's just not going to do anybody any good. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but the point being is, you know, most people that you're seeing right now, and I think this is a, a, a fair statement. I haven't taken actual roll call or anything, but a lot of them are really young. So they haven't been alive long enough to go through any other type of market yeah. than the one that we've been in. Yeah. Or they've been doing it less than 10 years. And if you've been doing it less than 10 years, then, you know, any any advice, any information, as well intended as it may be, and there's a lot of great people out there that want good for their for the people that they serve, but it can only be secondhand information. It can only be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. something they read somewhere or something they heard somewhere or just a guess, right? Man, and I was one of them mm-hmm. that lost my shorts on yeah. the last crash. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of guys that lost everything. And I would rather take advice from somebody who's been through some ups and downs and been through the cycles and survived and thrived and became a better investor because of it. Mm -hmm. And some, you know, it's honestly in the last five, seven years, it's hard not to make any money in this business, right? right? Like if you're wholesaling deals, it's like hard to lose money. It is so, it has been so stinking easy Mm -hmm. and we've gotten fat and lazy and complacent, Mm -hmm. not realizing or not thinking that, you know what? house prices are not going to go up forever and deals will not always be this easy. And so where you could maybe for the last five to seven years, get away with being a one trick pony and just offering cash on deals. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a hard time doing that in the market going forward. And so when, for me, when I was doing the most deals was in 2008 through 2010 and 11, during when the market was falling Mm -hmm. and a lot of investors, even realtors were fleeing the market, getting out of the market. But I was doing a ton of deals because 
I was doing creative deals like lease options, right? Yep, yep. And so there is a tremendous opportunity now. You guys need to understand this to get get trained on how to do creative financing deals. So you're not just making one offer to a seller at cash. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with the leads that don't have a ton of equity? Or what are you going to do with the leads that they're not going to sell it to you for 70 cents on the dollar? Mm-hmm. What if you could offer them 90 to 100 cents on the dollar? Give them their asking price as long as they're willing to wait for it. And you can do that with lease options and or owner financing. Mm-hmm. So there's there's an incredible opportunity here. So be careful who you get your advice from, right? Amen. You got to be, consider where they have been, where their experience is. You know, I remember listening to a, and I forget who it was, but it was an interview with a high level CEO who's had tons and tons of businesses. And he said he would never hire somebody on his executive team who had not failed in business before. This might've been Richard Branson. I'm some, I don't, I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't remember who it was, but mm-hmm. the whole point was failure can be a good thing. If you've been through ups and downs, you have that experience behind you to know what works and what doesn't. And, and so anyway, that's why we decided let's do a creative financing case study mm-hmm. and Matt can talk about owner financing, which he's done a ton of and subject twos. And I can talk about the lease options. And really, Matt, it comes down to this. You know, instead of going, if on average you need one, you get you get 30 leads to do one deal. Mm-hmm. So like instead of getting one out of 30 offers accepted, what if you could get three out of 30 offers accepted and triple your deal flow just by giving the seller a couple more options, right? Yep. Yep. You know, speaking on what we were we were just talking about, you know, if you were to go back again, Joe, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently in say 2007, 2008 that you might be looking forward to getting a second chance at doing it again right now? Well, I wouldn't have taken on so much debt mm-hmm. would be the big thing because I just figured the market would always appreciate the market. Would yeah, be specific pay. about that. What kind of debt were you taking? I was borrowing a lot of private money on second position notes on these properties. Okay. I, I was figuring I was okay with just, you know, a little bit of equity. I was mm-hmm. counting on future appreciation. I was mm-hmm. ignoring the fundamentals. You know, I was buying properties with only 100 to $200 a month in cash flow, not setting aside any money for future unforeseen circumstances. So I only had one exit strategy. That was another big thing, a big mistake I made. Mm-hmm. I only had one exit strategy. I didn't have multiple exit strategies. So if the market went bad, what could I do to protect myself, my assets and all of that? And I just owned too much debt. Now there's, there's, can I, I stop you right there before you go? Yeah. Cause you had said something I asked, tried to ask you, what do you mean by debt? What type of debt? And you said something really key. Cause I don't think debt is the answer that like, that's not do debt. Cause I think debt is super powerful. And I think I you want to get as much as you possibly can right now. I think it's the opposite, but you were getting debt on second loans and low equity positions. Yes. <laughs> that type of debt. We don't want that. I should clarify that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Cause I mean, really the way that we're going right now, I think debt is king. I think you want to borrow as much as you possibly can. I'm not saying uh, irresponsibly. I'm not saying, you know, make a bunch of dumb choices just because someone's willing to give you the debt. You have to know what you're doing with it. Um, and I think another big advantage of debt right now is, you know, with the amount of stimulus going into the system. Do you realize, Joe, they, they injected more cash into the system in March for COVID-19 than they did all of 2007, 8, 2007, 2008. In one month. In one month. It was like a 30, 45 day period. Yeah. So you know what that does? It, it depreciates the dollar. We're probably yeah. going to see a good chunk of inflation here over the next few years. But what that also does is it depreciates your debt. So your debt becomes less. So you'd be using more dollars that you'd be paid to pay the same amount of debt that you got right now. So that's, a, that's really key. And the other part about yeah. debt that helps you when it comes to creative financing, is it helps you to control a lot of property with minimal money from yourself. And 
the the saying is a uh, the the lifting or the rising tide lifts all boats, right? And and I kind of asked you that question, and I'll, and I'll let you finish the answer in just a sec. But I was really kind of thinking for myself as well. What would I have done differently? I would have done more deals because more buy and hold deals. Yeah, because because the mentor that I had at the time, his whole thing was about control. It wasn't about buy or sell. It was about control, 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 control. And he says if you control a lot of boats when the rise tide or the tide rises, it's going to lift all of them up, right? And so I was a little bit. I mean, I was brand new, not brand new, but it was it was I was newer and not as confident as I am now. And I would have bought more. I would have controlled more. Let's put it that way. But anyway. It's important though you understand the fundamentals. Like debt is good, but you got to make sure the numbers make sense. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You got to make sure that the it, the property cash flows. You make your money when you buy. And the thing that I love about what Matt is doing and and even with with me, I'm giving sellers what looks like a ridiculous offer, right? But it's really not because we're getting it under such great terms. Mm-hmm. So it's either price or terms. We're going to be spending a lot of time talking about this in this creative financing lab case study, where we're going to be showing you how to offer creative terms. And if the seller's stuck on price, give them their price. It's either price or terms and you can negotiate or pull either lever, right? Yep. Price or terms. And so we're talking about guys, let's just use simple round numbers where, you know, if a house is worth $200,000, you know, we could offer the seller $180,000, $190,000, dollars maybe even a little more with principal-only payments, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Or low interest rate, even a lower price. But like there's different, there's really, really simple creative ways that you can structure these deals where you, you're building up the equity over time, mm-hmm. not even counting the deductions. And so I've always been kind of more of a wholesaling just quick nickel rather than a slow dime. So a lot of my audience has been conditioned to that. I've been talking about lease options, just flip them, you know, get in and out real quick. But I love getting Matt now to talk about, all right, let's start thinking about long-term wealth building here. Let's start thinking about buying a portfolio of assets that generates cash flow for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a whole lot more to this. Yeah. And the creative structure is just, it allows you to do that. It allows the average person to build a significant amount of wealth without having a lot of wealth of their own. The other thing I like about this is what it'll do for you. You know, there's a big complaint in the marketplace about every market is saturated. Everyone, everyone thinks there's too much competition. The virtual wholesaling, the virtual investing is such a big thing because everybody hates their market and they think they don't have a chance in their market. So they want to go somewhere else. They want to go over to the, where the grass is greener, right? Yeah. But what the, what the creative structures allow you to do also is to play in an area where there is no competition. You know, you'll hear it. Oh, I love this. Talk about this more because you're doing deals in Vegas right now. Super Mm -hmm. competitive. You're reaching some sellers that no other investors are. Yeah. Everyone is looking for, you know, out of state absentee owner of a vacant house with low equity or its own free and clear. And I love those too. We all love those, but no one is mailing to the low equity people. And because nobody knows how to make money on low equity, because if there's low equity, you can't flip it. That 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 one strategy you got, that wholesaling strategy, is just not going to work there because you're not going to be able to buy it deep enough unless you go and negotiate a short sale with the bank. But there's so much opportunity in that, and so much money to be made with very little or minimal outlay on your own. That yeah, you're you're playing in. I don't know. I think blue ocean might be too strong of a term, but there's a whole lot less competition there. Yeah. What if you could offer something to a seller that has little to no equity and you're going to start seeing more and more of them in the coming days ahead, right? Mm -hmm. What if also though, if you could find somebody that has a lot of equity and offer them full price for their house, what if you could do that? Oh my gosh. What if you could offer them more than anybody in the retail market would offer them? That sounds 
pretty exciting to me. But you you may be thinking like, what are these guys talking about? Well, it's not that hard, really. It, we're talking about creative offers, creative financing. You can make a make a full price offer on owner financing, right? But really good terms, low interest or zero percent interest. You can offer a lease option on a low equity deal and just assign the lease option, be done, be out of it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's in a good appreciating area or if it has good cash flow, maybe you could stay in the middle. Maybe you could take over the mortgage, right? And get the principal pay down over the next 10, 15, 20 years. So there are so many opportunities, so many different ways to do this, guys. If you want to be successful in 2021, 22, 23 and on, you need to learn how to make more than just a cash offer. You need to learn how to more, make more than just a lease option offer. If you're from my podcast or on my list, you need to make you need to know how to make more than just a lease option offer. You need to be more open to creative options. Now, just imagine again, going to the seller, instead of getting one out of 30 offers accepted, getting three or four or five, mm-hmm. right? You need to, this is what you need to do. And I don't like to be lectured too, but I'm about to lecture. <laughs> you need to stop identifying yourself as your exit strategy or your acquisition strategy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a wholesaler. I'm a lease option expert. I'm a subject to guy. I'm a, even like, for example, just in apartment buildings or I'm just in, you know, storage facilities. Yeah. You need to stop that. You need to call yourself a real estate investor. You Mm -hmm. need to be well-rounded real estate investor. And certainly you can have your preferences. You can have your specialties, but marketing is just too darn expensive for you to just wait for the right opportunity to come along when you can make money on almost every opportunity that does come along. It's a great point. And if, and if you're calling yourself a wholesaler, I, I would suggest everybody just kind of stop doing that. Uh, you're, you're and, and stop gloating and, and showing off your, your checks and look what I did. I wholesaled and I did it. You're drawing way too much attention to yourself. <laughs> you know, and Illinois has already taken huge steps, still ways around it. I mean, it's, it's still not illegal to be a principal in your own transaction. But, you know, the, the, the Realtor Association is one of the more powerful lobbyist groups in, oh, yeah. in, in, the, in Washington. And if they feel you're stealing money from them, and that's exactly what they feel right now, mm-hmm. you need to stop that. So this is a good opportunity. Cut wholesaler. Just call yourself a real estate investor. Or even better yet, call yourself, I'm just a deal finder. I'm a deal finder. I think that most people are so concerned about where am I going to get the money? How do I get hard money? What, what If I don't have the right credit score for the banks, where am I going to get the money? Where do you find private money? God, if I hear that question one more time, I think I'm going to scream, Joe. <laughs> private money is relationship money. There's not a website that has a bunch of private money lenders because they're not private money. They're professionals now because now they're on a website. Right? They're they're officially hard money lenders. It's relationship money. And if you can't build the relationship, you're not going to have private money. So there's your answer to the private money. But we're going to be teaching you how to do that. Absolutely. We're going to show you how to do all of that. But being a deal finder is the most valuable piece that you bring to the transaction. It's not the money. The money is a commodity. The money is everywhere. There's no shortage of money in the system for a good deal. It's the reason that is, is because people have a harder time finding good deals than they do finding the money. There's a lot of people out there with money. Like, what do I do with it? Who do I give it to? In the economy that we live in with the interest rates so low, I mean, you basically lose money by putting money in into a savings account or a CD or a money market account. They want deals. So if you are good at finding deals like Joe and I are going to show you how to do, then you're going to have all the leverage. You think you're at some sort of disadvantage because you don't have money. No, you've got all the advantage in the world if you're good at finding deals. And if you've got a good deal, the money will come always, every single time. Nobody ever believes that, Joe. Why don't they believe that? Because they just, it's not happened to them yet. I and mean, then when it does happen to you, you'll realize, like, ah. oh my gosh, it was, it was that easy. You were so right. It wasn't that, it wasn't that hard. 
I thought it was supposed to be complicated and difficult. And so raising the private money, if, and when you need it is not that hard. It's a lot easier than you think. So, you know, we're, we're Matt and I have been talking a lot about, okay, what are we going to do? Let's, let's do a case study. Let's talk about this stuff. Let's teach it. And uh, so we decided let's do a live mixture. I love the, the format of this. It's a mixture of teaching and then doing and implementing and reporting back on your results. And we'll coach you through it. So it's a, it's kind of like a coaching and implementation thing where we're going to teach you for six weeks on a Tuesday. We're going to go live. Me and Matt, we're going to live teach you something, how to find the buyers, how to find the sellers, how to do the marketing, how to raise the private money, how to negotiate the deals, how to structure the deals, how the paperwork works, all those good stuff, right? And it's not going to be one of these, just a, a Facebook live thing. No, it's going to be, we're here live. You're there live. We are interacting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Explain, explain it again. What is that again? We're going to be giving you all of our best stuff. And we're going to be teaching this live, this stuff live on a Tuesday. And then we're going to, that's going to give you a couple of days to go out and implement it. We're not going to be overwhelming you with all of A to B, A to C's steps. We're going to say, all right, here's like the first two steps, go implement it and then report back on your results on Thursday. And Thursday, we're going to do a coaching call and we're going to be, you're going to be coming in and you're going to be reporting on your results and we're going to be helping you. And then we'll come back again the next week, Tuesday, teach another little thing, give you time to implement it. You come back, report on your results. So, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes educators make is like, we just dump it all on you all at once. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do that. And it just gets overwhelming. You're like, oh my gosh, I quit. I'm so confused. Well, what if we just gave you little bite-sized chunks at a time, gave you time to implement it. You go do it, report back on your results. It's okay to make mistakes, right? We're going to help you maybe even partner with you on some of these deals. That's what I'm excited about. Some of you guys are going to find find some deals and you want to partner with us, you can bring it to Matt or bring it to me and we'll review it and maybe partner with you on it. I don't know. Wouldn't be the first time. No, done plenty of that. And I want to do plenty more. (laughs) (laughs) So we're calling this thing creative financing lab. And I keep on forgetting to pull up the date, but it starts in two weeks as we're recording this now. So as you, as you're listening to this, it's going to be next week. We start on Tuesday. I'll find the date here. Next time Matt starts talking, I'll look at the calendar (laughs) and uh, figure out the date it starts. Uh, But it's just going to be like a case study. I've done several of these before. It's awesome. I love it because we're going to be working closely with you guys. We're going to be holding your hands. And the more you implement, the closer that we are going to work with you. So this is, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this, man. And this is going to, I'm looking forward to learning a lot from you. And here's the other cool thing is I'm going to be implementing it all with you guys. Cause my son who's 16 is doing some marketing for us. We've already done some deals, but I've not done any of the deals that Matt is doing on the owner financing side of things. Right. So I'm going to get my son to do some marketing and all oh, we've got some ninja marketing things to show you. Mm-hmm. Like how to pull up older listings on the MLS properties that are actively listed that are free and clear that have a lot of equity and how you can send offers directly to the owners. And like, this is ninja high level stuff. I've never seen anybody else teaching this and Matt's doing it. And we're going to be sharing this with you guys, right? And I'm sure. going to be sharing with you my best marketing stuff for lease options. But yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I I'm always interested in what you're doing, Joe, because it seems like you always got found a little loophole somewhere. Or you figured out a little trick or something like that. So I'm always interested to, to stay up to date and up to speed with you. But I'm bringing all of my marketing materials. I'm bringing my cover letters, my my envelopes, my my offers, the way that I present the offers. I'm bringing all of that, all the contracts, everything. And I assume you're doing the same. I'm yeah, I'm not, hold, I'm not holding anything back. All right. Matt and I do a lot of similar marketing, but a lot different marketing deal. Like I rely heavily on virtual assistants to do a lot of my marketing for me, getting leads off of sites like Zillow and Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and GoSectionEight.com. So I'm I and all of that marketing super cheap. You know, if you do it yourself, it's free. Right. And uh, but so we're, you're going to be learning how Matt's his favorite ways 
to find leads, my favorite ways to find leads. You get all my contracts. You're going to get all of my scripts, all of my calculators and checklists and all that stuff. You're going to be getting mats. Um, so it's it's going to be, I'm going to be teaching mainly on lease options, marketing and lease options, systems. Matt's mm. going to be talking about marketing systems and kind of owner financing, maybe a little subject twos. Yep. Like what do you, because I don't really teach that. And you guys got to know, again, we're talking about being transaction engineers, being real estate investors, not wholesalers, not lease optioners. What if that's right. a word, right? Like we're going to be <laughs> teaching you how to be real estate investors and how to capitalize on this uncertainty that's coming into the market. And if you want to make a lot of money in the next couple of years ahead, you've got to be good at this creative financing stuff. Amen to that. So I got the date. You ready? Perfect. I'm ready. Let me write it down. I'll put it in my calendar. June. <laughs> it is in your calendar already. <laughs> <Better be. laughs> we are starting June 30th. June 30th. I believe that's a Tuesday. Oh my God, and uh, cool. Matt and I have been talking a lot lately, just mapping out the content and figuring out, okay, let's talk about this. Let's. You'll talk about this. I'll talk about that. And you're going to get both of our brains in this teaching you exactly what we're doing. So we start June 30th and we go live. It's going to be on a Tuesday. We'll probably do the class sometime in the afternoon. If you can't make it, that's okay. We'll record it. Everything's going to be recorded. But our big goal is we're going to give you little bite-sized chunks at a time. Real simple, simple copy and paste, swipe and deploy, step-by-step. You go out and do it. We're going to give you homework and checklists at the end of each lesson, right? You go do it and then come back and report on your results. The Thursday, so that would be a July 1 or 2 or something, we're going to be going back live with you on another coaching call. And we're going to help you look at the, what you did. You're going to report back on your results. You're going to, re- and it's kind of like an accountability thing. We're going to say, all right, did you, who, who did this? Who did their homework? Right. And you're going to say, Hey, listen, I, I talked to a seller or I did this and like, they said this and I didn't know what to say. What should I have said differently next time? So on these coaching calls, we're going to be doing a lot of deep dive into the deals that you're actually working on, which I'm really excited about. We're going to pull up the property on Redfin or Zillow or whatever prop stream. And we're going to be diving into the comps or we're going to be showing you maybe what you could have done differently next time or how you go back to the seller and make this offer or make these three offers. Go ahead and give them a cash offer, an owner financing offer, and a lease option offer. And you'll then be able to go back to the seller, talk to them again, make them another offer. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, no, Joe and I, we kind of, we sat and really thought about this. How can we structure this? So in the six weeks that we get to spend together, it actually makes a difference in your business and a difference in your results, right? It's you know, it's not just all about learning new stuff and going, oh, cool, that's great. Now I know. Mm-hmm. No, we really wanted to, to have a, an environment where you could implement and be some uh, supported during that implementation. So I, I'm excited about the, the outline we came up with. And, yeah. uh, you know, and we're going to do it live. So we'll only be talking about what, you know, obviously we'll lay the foundation, but then it'll be totally customized, I guess is the word, in, in the direction that for your needs. So it's going to be specific for you. Yeah. CreativeFinancingLab.com. It's not going to be cheap. It's not for everybody, but we're going to give you the opportunity to split it up in payments. You know, and we don't charge any penalties or interest if you have to split it up on payments, but just check it out at CreativeFinancingLab.com. And I'm excited about reporting on our numbers as well. One of the things that Matt likes to do and that he's doing right now, and I've been talking to him about this, this was the whole genesis of this. You know, he's telling me what he's doing. I'm like, Holy smokes, well, I can get my son to do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> and then, so 
I'm going to be reporting back on our results too. But one of the things that we're doing is we are pulling properties that are listed, actively listed right now in the MLS. All right. And we have this little trick up our sleeves, which is amazing, where we can find those properties that are listed on the MLS that have a lot of equity that are free and clear. And you can even, now that we've got it set up like this, you can say, all right, show me all the properties that are actively listed on the MLS that are over 30 days or whatever that haven't sold yet that have maybe a lien on it, maybe are in bankruptcy or maybe are for pre-foreclosures or have high equity, free and clear, uh, no equity, maybe properties that are vacant. So we have ways now that we can pull these active, because you know they want to sell it. You're not sending them any kind of marketing saying, hey, do you want to sell your house? Like, you know they want to sell it, right? So we're pulling these properties with high equity and low equity and we're sending them offers. And we're just sending, sometimes we'll send it to the realtor. Sometimes we send it directly to the seller, but we're just sending them offers and giving giving them their price right. if they can give us our terms. Go ahead. Absolutely. No, you're right on, the, right on the money. And I'll show you how I'm actually getting the realtors to do a bunch of this work for me. I have a little system where I send them the list and I tell them what to do and then they go and do it and, and they're happy with it. I'm happy with it. And you're finding deals that, you know, people have kind of forgotten about. Everyone's seen them and kind of stepped on because they didn't think there was any opportunity there, but there's plenty right there. Lots and lots of opportunities. And you, you think real investors have always had this um, adversarial relationship with realtors. Realtors are your best friends. You know, they have access to 80, 90% of the deals out there. You know, when the seller wants to sell their house, they don't call home investors, they call realtors, right? Mm -hmm. And they and, and the realtors, if you have good relationship with them, they're going to bring those leads to you. And a lot of them are already on the MLS. A lot of them, are, we're, I'm going to show you tactics on how you can send marketing directly to the owners of some of these properties about lease options. Just a simple letter saying, hey, have you thought about doing a lease option, right? Mm -hmm. When they call, you're not going to get a huge amount of calls, but they're going to be, you're going to convert a high percentage of those deals into a lease option. And it's not that hard, guys. We're talking about like making these offers. I've learned a lot from Matt over the years on his calculators. He's got great calculators that just breaks it down real simple. It takes you to put in a few inputs and it gives you several outputs and you just put it together and you send it to the sellers. You talk to them. You follow up and these systems can be duplicated. This is what's so cool. These systems can be duplicated in multiple markets around the country. So you don't have to be doing this just, just in your area. You could go pick three or four markets. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. We're going to be showing you ways that you can actually get a team of virtual assistants to go out there and start making offers for you making offers for you, reaching out to realtors, sending offers to sellers and offering them different options rather than just cash. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, we start June 30th. June 30th. Yep. Uh, you can go to uh, creativefinancinglab.com to get all of the details. And if you like what you see, we would uh, be honored to for you to enjoy us or join us. You can enjoy us too. <laughs> and uh, we will um, we'll give you all we got. Because I, I know that uh, Joe and I have both been through the type of market we're about to go through. And uh, our favorite thing is to help people that want to help themselves. Mm -hmm. So if that's you, then uh, we're going to be open books and give it to you. Yep. Awesome. So we're going to be coming back at you more this week with some other Facebook lives, YouTube live videos, maybe a couple more podcasts. You're going to be hearing a lot about this from us. This is going to be really important. And we are shutting the doors on June 30th when the classes start. So I'm really looking forward to working with you, Matt, on this and working with uh, both your listeners and mine from this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. For sure. Nope. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, everybody. Go to creativefinancinglab.com. All right, Joe. Thanks, bud. We'll see you guys. Financinglab.com. Take care. Bye-bye.